0: So loving-kindness is this um, quality of the heart that, as we have mentioned, with other qualities of the heart-mind that we can cultivate within the field of liberation and compassion, uh, that, you know, it becomes a parami to. It becomes um, a perfection and it's been interesting to uh, in some ways you know as we teach here there's also a practice that unfolds and in terms of the paramis I have seen that throughout this week that this, you know, cultivation and development of that inner strength that getting established in them by really feeling their fullness within us, like feeling, feeling this body as, you know, a, a way of expressing generosity. A way of expressing integrity, manifesting integrity. A way of relating to direct experience. And understanding how we clean, how we get caught, how we get uncaught. We get wise about it. That as we go through that process or even sometimes I call it adventure of practicing all these different, or cultivating these qualities of the heart through, you know, mindfulness, that then the word perfection makes sense. Not so much by, you know, with the meaning that we give it, you know, like being perfect and not making any mistakes or, uh, but really being established here, like, like as we manifest ourselves, that that is the quality that comes out as it emanated from all of you as I just like looked out into the room and see, wow, there's a field here already of loving-kindness. So, loving-kindness is the ninth parami, and um, it is called loving-kindness metta in Pali. It comes from um, loving, comes from the Pali word me, um, mi- eh, amajat, amaj- hold on, let me just not go on, mejati. And um, it also comes from that sense that just like it arises for me, this sense of. Warmth and, and, and that arises from a friend, you know, like arises like in relation to a friend. And um, that word is Mita for friend, Mita. So loving kindness, you know, that we also um, refer to these Quality of the heart with other words, friendliness and kindness and goodwill. Um, and is one of the foundational, actually, is one of the foundational practices in this tradition. Mindfulness and loving kindness are the main practices um, within you know, this, this tradition, there are many other practices, but that, you know, you will see that many times in retreats, we practice, have a chance to practice metta, loving kindness for oneself, for ourselves and others. And so here in retreat, we can cultivate it for ourselves and also for the welfare of all of us, mm, of others, and that's where this aspect of of parami comes into play, where we develop the quality, again, in the field of compassion and liberation, and it becomes also for, you know, for the welfare of others. And so, as I was just reflecting you know, how it's been for me developing and relating to this quality of the heart. This image of a mountain came to mind, which is the analogy that I want to use to continue talking about loving kindness and seeing the practice, you know, this, this practice as, um, you know, a way or, or, you know, like, like the practice of, you know, walking down the trail and suddenly finding the, you know, kind of a mountain. And at some point we start climbing a mountain, getting to the top of the mountain and going, walking down to, um, to the other side of the mountain. And so, and we have been doing you know, the walking towards the mountain with the other paramis. You know, we have, um, practice with all of them and, and so now as we go a little bit, you know, starting going, climbing the mountain, I want to bring loving kindness in that, you know, first step, okay, let's go. Oh, now we're going to start climbing. And so there's a preparation for climbing the, you know, going up, going up the mountain. And so with determination and truth, we also have that preparation because with determination and truth, um, we can refine, we can clear, we can reframe our intentions and, um, our inclinations in the mind on how it is, what, how, how it is that we, we want to stay centered to our heart, like Gil mentioned earlier. You know, we, we start seeing what is really here, what is true here. And we recognize, you know, all these different layers. And we put them down. And so with the termination, we like, okay, this is, this, we get to that center, to that center of, of that intention that tells us, I am going up the mountain. (laughs) I'm going, I'm going to keep going. And, you know, I have all the paramis with me here. And so I can access them as I keep going. So with loving kindness, as we uh, practice it on retreat, you know, we start recognizing that we are included in receiving loving kindness. And we take that in in a way that supports us in being kind to ourselves as we start going up the mountain. You know, we take moments for resting. We stay steady with our intentions. We recognize that we are important, that, you know, we were also receiving that wish of well being. That's, that's really part of the practice of loving kindness, that the wish for well-being and welfare to ourselves, to others, and it doesn't have a preference, it's not exclusive of anyone or anything, it radiates everywhere with no exception. So we may, in some moments as we start walking up the mountain, we may think that maybe the goal, that there's a goal in the practice to get calm, to get equanimous to let go of problems and thinking and and it happens you know is is one of the fruits of the practice as as we continue to settle we may see that there's less thinking we may start noticing recognizing that we start letting the clean the fist of all you know maybe our beliefs and concerns and you know start loosening it may happen but really the uh, I in my experience and uh, of you know with the Buddhist teachings my understanding is that You know, the Buddha offered these teachings to, you know, for us to be aware, to have a heightened awareness of what really happens in our lives through all these different areas, you know, emotions and thinking, feelings, all the different processes that we have in our minds. And and then, you know, we can't really see how it is that we get caught. And it's hard sometimes to see and to practice with a mind full of animosity, with, you know... Um, with a mind full of, um, hatred or, you know, a concern that, you know, that I want to have something that will bring me ease or will bring me peace. And in fact, is you know, money or relationships, um, may not, may not be the case. It's within us. And we start discovering that on retreat. And loving kindness offers a level of sta- of of stability when we abide in loving kindness. There's a point in which it is no nothing takes you. There's, you are abiding in loving kindness, you're clear with your determination and your truth and you just keep going up the mountain, independent of insults, losses, gains, disreputes, fears, loving kindness it 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 it's like keep you stable and and bring other qualities of the heart that also support you in in the path like compassion sympathetic joy for the fortune of others equanimity um So, and there are moments that, you know, those moments of really, really getting caught really, you know, like really clinging to something we want or to a fantasy or, and, um, or really believing all the thoughts that come and go It's like, wow, this is really true. It's like, is this really true? And loving kindness gives us even the strength to say no. To say, I am not going to engage in this activity again. Or, but you know, with a kind attitude, it doesn't bring stress to the mind. That no is a kind, strong, determined no. I am here, I'm standing, I already renounced, and I may have to renounce over and over again. But all the these qualities that we have talked about, they come in kind of, a, you know, it's not like we have to go back. And, and practice a lot, a lot, there may be already there because we have matured them. We have, you know, they're starting, like Gulu was talking about um, the, tro- no, the they the Todd or, they were many different stories. The one, the, the, the gardener, you know, there may be sprouts of determination and sprouts of truth. And there may be a big tree of patience. And there may be a lot of fruits that you have not noticed that you know on the you know on the ground, things that they're gone and you have not even noticed that you have let go of. It's like, "Wow, it's not here." So as part of our practice, when we cultivate this loving kindness, we learn to recognize when is here. We learn to recognize when it's not here. We learn to recognize it through our actions, and we also learn to recognize it as we receive it from others. It's almost like what I did at the beginning, it's like, oh, I needed to stop. It's like, wait wait a minute, you know, what is this? I'm receiving something here, powerful. There are moments in going up the mountain that we do get also caught, like maybe you know with what we call in the practice hindrances, and forces that sometimes block our understanding of the practice, like yeah desire strong desire, unhealthy desire. Worry and restlessness, sloth and torpor, ill will, and doubt. They may show up here and there, but with loving kindness, there's a sense of I'm still here, I'm being shaken by it, you know, I'm still building muscle as I'm going up the mountain. And we learn to receive our tears. We learn to hold, you know, with loving kindness, it's almost like, it's okay, it's okay. Stay here, stay here. You can hold this in awareness. You can hold it. You can hold it. It's like, ah, yeah, yeah. And even then, no, I don't want it. It sucks. I'm frustrated. I'm done. That too. That too. You can hold it. You can hold it. Loving kindness gives us that ability. And so we get to met to meet people you know going up the mountain, and as you know we are building muscle and becoming strong inside in that that field of meta, we start recognizing that maybe you know interactions or things that bothered us or annoyed us, they don't happen the same way. Like here on retreat, maybe at the beginning of the retreat or after three days, all the concerns, I'm I doing it right or wrong or or I'm not sleeping or sleeping or Someone took my sat on my on my chair. <laughs> it starts softening and like, oh, oh yeah, that's great. That's that's fine. Oh, well, someone is sitting. Oh cool, I'm going awesome. And it's funny because then we get surprised, wow, where that came from. Like at the beginning, you know, like at least for me, like, where did that come from? Really? Did it come from me? I remember some points during the through the years with the practice how out of not even wanting or having the strong intention of practice that this the the sense of loving kindness and other types of love mm-hmm. that we call in the practice um you know, come uh, that come out of loving kindness that will arise. They will just arise. And so to stay steady, you know, these other qualities that we have developed also in one way or another gives you that stability. In one way or another, again, we learn to recognize, okay, this is wow, this is here and it it does come from here. And it has value. It brings benefit. I see that I'm still walking up the mountain." (coughs) And so at some point you get up to the top. You get to the top of the mountain. And it is an interesting place to be at because you know, usually at least, you know, when I go on hikes, I like go in up a trail or something, it's like, oh let's stop here to have lunch <laughs> and look at the view and rest and and there may be different things that may happen there. You know, it may be a sense, there may be a sense that I'm done. I got there. I got to the top. Like, you know, many times with the practice, oh, I got concentrated. Or, oh, yes, I got aware of, you know, all my sensations. What's the next teaching? And, is it tricky? Is is one of those places where it's just great to remain connected also to the field of Sangha, to the field of the connection with other and any other beings that are around us. Because we can become complacent. It's like, I do have this loving kindness. And so then there's, you know, that inclination to, to maybe going, oh, maybe I just, you know, I just can have more of these, or or I will not have any of these struggles anymore. And we start, you know, giving preference to different experiences. And then we start creating our lives based on those experiences. And at least for me, that has been the experience that great loving kindness. Okay. Everything that is loving and at ease and comfortable and, you know, have that kind of quality of warmth, I'm going to stay there. And then when something else comes that you know it doesn't have that quality, uh, I don't know. Something is wrong. <laughs> There's something wrong here. So, with loving kindness as a parami, nothing is wrong. No one is wrong. It's like you still can see the beautiful, the wholesome within you, and you still can see the beautiful and wholesome in others. And, um, And if you remember, you know, to check in, then there's a sense of wisdom or a compass of wisdom that guides you, you know, while you're taking the sun there and relaxing. Maybe reflecting of what you're going to do next as you go down the mountain, there may be. Like moments of wisdom through questions that you can ask to yourself to see, to check with the parami of wisdom, with the parami of generosity, ethics. Is this, you know, if this maybe what the way in which I am acting, does it cause harm? Does it cultivate? benefit for myself, for others, for everyone, and for everyone. So that question, you know, we, we learn to check, to not take things for granted, to not take the fruits of the practice for granted, to not solidify them to really check, have the paramis also support us in, okay, how's it going now? There may be moments that we are mindful and there may be moments that we're not. So that is part of that, you know, that wisdom. There's the insight that we learned in retreat. We learned to... Recognize that things arise and pass. I bet that you may have today some emotions you didn't have the first day. Or that maybe you label the same way, but they have a different taste today. Or you see more how you relate to these emotions. And you say, oh my gosh. Okay, it's not that. No, it's just an emotion. And we learn to put things down, discerning what is, again, what benefits us, what supports us in the practice. So right at the top of the mountain, which sometimes I relate as those periods in, on retreat where, you know, oh, that was a great seat. Or that was a great, you know, walking period, you know? It's like, start anew, fresh. And so another way that we start is by with determination again and truth and in that field of loving kindness, remembering that every moment is new, starting as a new beginner, a new experience is humbling i I you know there are moments in this practice that I have like you know, these moments of oh this is so great. And as soon as I take it in and you know I, I start feeling it in the body, there's you know, there's loving kindness and also there's like a little bit of you know conceit starting. Oh I'm gonna master this. <laughs> and it's great. It's great to become an expert. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, so many wonderful things that are manifested through us. And we can be experts without clinging to it, without just being, without really being infused with all these qualities. And so as we get ready to go down the mountain. And you know, we are, we're still, uh, this is like Mount Parami, Mount IRC. (laughs) That's where we are at right now. Within that mountain, it's like, oh, look, there's that retreat center there. As we go down the mountain, we do notice that we don't have to make a lot of effort. In cultivating this loving kindness that we don't have to you know have a very strong intention to see how it is that we are going to manifest this wish of well being to others. It arises naturally. is like as you go down, it's like, I know know what I'm going to do. It's like just arises in the mind heart. Oh, this is the action. This is the next practice I'm going to do here while I'm on retreat this rest of the week. You know, you don't have to use the 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 poles, is what is called, those sticks that you use here to go up, and you know, if you need some kind of stability. Now you need to be careful with how how you engage in it because now you can go maybe a little faster going down the mountain, but you may go so sometimes so fast, uh, you may step or you may fall, or, and those are the moments in, you know, within loving kindness where sometimes we, we get maybe entangled, you know, we want to benefit others and we, we may forget, you know, this sense of skillful means, skillful means with a compassion that Support the parami of loving kindness, and you know we we take a moment to let me just go slower. And those are moments in which we can express loving kindness to everyone, and as we act and we realize, well, I don't like this. But we do have some kind of discernment and wisdom in how engaging in situations and relationships and ways in which we can still wish loving kindness. We don't have to engage completely. We don't have to get involved. But we still can be in relationship through that wish of loving kindness. May you be happy. May you be free from harm. you may continue checking in checking in checking in okay in addition to my is there's anything in my backpack that i'm carrying that is not necessary meaning you know an identity or like big we you know like big goals of grand that grandiosity or maybe forgetting that our actions may impact others. So, so there's the balance. The paramis still continue, supporting you in being steady, in checking in. And so there's the other aspect of the practice, where. You just let the paramis arise within you, being generated within you. We have some intentionality in practice here in daily life. But even here, you can continue practicing just by even noticing when, you know, noticing when when loving kindness is present, like natural, oh, look at this. It's like, Mm. Peruni caught in front of me at the, you know, dining, the food line, and I'm like, oh, yes, please. (laughs) Go ahead. So, We have different mountains in our lives, different ways in which we go up, we stay on the top, we go down. And just know that Again, we're practicing here, we're developing these beautiful qualities of heart and mind. To see, to also notice that wish of well-being for ourselves, because then if we recognize it within us, then maybe there's a possibility, there's a bigger possibility, oh, I can see that other beings also. If I feel this, of course, other beings may want to be happy, other beings may want to be free, and we may have more patience in seeing how, you know, we get caught. Others get caught too. So the paramis, these qualities of the heart that with that sense of compassion and the intention of engaging in a path of liberation, gives you inner strength. And loving kindness being the ninth. It's almost like you know you're maturing, maturing in the practice. You know maturing in these paramis. Um, they will serve you well. So may they all be in you. May you recognize them. May you cultivate them and develop them. And may you know that they're present, even in that moment where suddenly you're like, this is Dukkha. Oh yeah, this is Dukkha, yeah. I see, there's there's this, there's a cause of this Dukkha. Oh yeah, there's this clinging. Oh, it stopped, it ceased. And there's a way to continue living our lives, engaging in the path without adding more dukkha, more arrows, more suffering, with the guidance of the paramis. The inner strength of loving kindness. Let's sit for the rest of the time here together.